Good morning and welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your hosts, Justin, aka Justy, along with another one of your hosts, Eric. Good morning, Dude. my friend. How are you doing today? You know, living la vida loca, as you Canadians like to say, right? Yes, yes, we do. And our favorite son, Ricky Gervais, also a favorite son. <laughs> I think you meant Ricky Martin, right? Well, I did. I didn't think I needed to say. I didn't think I needed to be any more explicit than I was. Well, we want to make sure that we are accessible to all audiences, and I think that not everyone maybe is familiar with that name. Ah, oh, okay. Well, it's, he is your he is your boy. He has been your boy for a long time, and he, I imagine he will be long into the future. It's interesting you say that because um, I was actually literally not saying that ever. And yet you use his catchphrase always. <laughs> of course. What a, so when that do you remember when that song came out? Uh, I don't, but I know that you bopped to it. Well, I remember that because when it came out, it was like such a big hit. My mom even would dance to it, and I remember she would crank it because you know it came out way before there was like direct music where you could just go out and you know download it. And she every time it came on the radio, and for those that know my mom, know that she is not a Ricky Martin type of person. Um, usually, but my God, she loved that song and she'd get on and dance. And, oh, I was so embarrassed because anywhere she would be at school. She dropped me off. She'd roll the windows down and be like, I'm living La Vida Loca. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, and that, well, it obviously had an impact on you because you've, you've embraced it and, and you've, you've come to, uh, to adopt and, and love it and, uh, and what she did with it. So, but let, but let me get it straight. You're saying when you say that you're not, it's not just a tribute to, to Ricky. No, no, no last name required. It's a, it's a tribute to your mom and her, her antics as well. So that, that, that makes it a much sweeter thing than I realized. You know, I feel like we just dug deep there and didn't even realize it. But yes, I agree with everything you're saying, Eric. Okay, so yeah. So we, we, folks, you just got a little bit of, uh, of Justy's psychology. And I, I'd say this is probably 202, not even a 101 class, right? Yeah, or maybe even a, a 501. It's a, it's a graduate level class. You know, I, I see what you did there because the 501, those are the Levi's you always wear, right? Uh, there was a time. <laughs> there was and, a time. And I will say this. When I, when I was living in France, you know, the, the, the Frenchies would love it if you'd come back from North America with some authentic 501s. And uh, did you? For myself. <laughs> That's actually one article of clothing I don't think I've ever seen you wear are jeans. Really? Really. I, I, I wear jeans frequently, although there was a time when I didn't. Uh, now we are now living in an era when I do. Now, granted, everything has changed in the COVID era, but I'm, I'm, I'm a wearer of jeans. All right. Well, I respect that. And I mean, blue or otherwise. Well, that's not true. Mainly blue. But uh, now, do you show your whale's tail with it like any good or no? Or my tea back? Yeah, your tea back. Sorry. I mean, you prefer the whale tail. I like the tea back. <laughs> Gets right up there. Um,. <laughs> You know, uh, not on purpose, but uh, uh, and to be honest, I'm not a lover of uh, of men showing their crack. I know that you enjoy that, but uh, it's not necessarily my thing. <laughs> it's not one of the features that you want to accentuate. Is that correct? No, no. I mean, I know that. Um, again, just just like with uh, with Ricky, you have a secret fix fixation with the the plumbing trade, and there are a lot of members of that organization or that industry who. Who go uh, swear by that? Um, I'm not one of them. <laughs> now, I, so to, I guess kind of pulling on that for a second, my daughter. We well, had, that's called that's called the wedgie. Uh, yes, that's the opposite, though, right? But when you pull on the on the tea back or the the whale tail, you you're giving the person a wedgie. 
or just even a massive burn, but yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, months ago when we got our toilets replaced, the plumber came and Kelly, or uh, Bailey, was home. It was a school holiday and she wanted to watch the whole thing because she's just fascinated by this stuff. And she's like, she kept giggling. And I'm like, Bailey, why are you giggling? And she's like, I can see his butt. <laughs> so it is not only true that in the plumbing profession, it's a stereotype. It's we've witnessed it firsthand many times in this house. And it seems that it's, it's, it's also true that they do it because they do get a bunch of female admirers in so doing. So kudos to everybody involved. Again, though, although... I've unfortunately witnessed many of this or much of this. I've never seen one where I'm like, yeah, good job. Like it's, it's the wrong person. It's like a nude beach. Like we always talk about. <sighs> yeah. Very rarely. That is. Dis- yeah. There's always that the wrong disturbing. person on a wrong, on, on the right beach. Yeah. Yeah. And there should be rules about that. Well, I remember the first time. Hey, sp- oh, go ahead. Yeah. No. When you met Kala the first time, and we were in L.A. together that day. She'd asked me if there were any nude beaches because she was so excited. She's like, I'd love to just go see a nude beach. I want to see, you know, the women topless. I want to see the guy like that, whatever. And I'm like, there aren't any here. And she was devastated, like devastated. <laughs> you didn't drive her down to San Diego to, to take advantage of uh, Black's Beach? Well, so the answer is we did not drive that far. But also Black's Beach is not a good example of a nude beach but it's a good example of what we're talking about oh a hundred percent so yeah i mean that's that's why then she would get the real experience (laughs) she she would never want to go back that is correct public nudity not for the faint of heart (laughs) well for those that have never been to black's beach it tends to be the 65 and older crowd um slightly to morbidly obese and occasionally, occasionally, there is a young college age girl there, you know, who who fits, you know, who's out of place there, but fits into the genre that you want to see. But most of the time that I've been there, it has been a huge disappointment. And it is funny because it's right in the shadow. It's below the cliffs of La Jolla, right below UCSD. Yeah. Um, you know, where, where they're certainly fetching individuals, you know, being educated. Um, and, and, uh, but not enough of them being declothed. You're saying that's the, it's the wrong folks at the right time. It's a hundred percent. And if you ever go, the trek down is fairly dangerous. <laughs> so if you are going nude, wear clothes down because I'm fairly certain that you will slip. Oh, you don't want to chafe anything that's fully exposed or sever anything. Oh, Oh, oh God! That would be that would be embarrassing. <laughs> What's that over there? Oh. I, I didn't think you could tear a testicle. Well, I've proven that wrong. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I put it on ice. Oh God! Oh, we were talking about medical horror stories last night um, during our family dinner, and Steve reminded me of a story that I don't think I've told to anyone before. This was a great one. So when he was at San Antonio, he was working in the ER and they do this huge motocross race out there. Like, I don't know if it's for the X games, but it's, I mean, it's gigantic. It draws like a hundred thousand people. It's like over five days. It's, it's huge. And without fail, there'll be five or six people that come in with burst testicles. What? Oh, because they, you know, they jump in the air and they land so hard that they literally burst a testicle and he says that when they when they show up 
they are just in a ball and they can barely breathe. <laughs> they, they, they don't speak. They don't do anything. And he's like, oh, I know what's wrong with this person. And um, he said, lo and behold, the recovery, though, because they obviously have to take the testicle out, is Ugh. days. He said, it's so fast. Like, you recover so fast from it. He goes, the pain is so instantaneous and debilitating. But once it's, the operation's over, like, they go back to normal in, like, a day, day and a half. Like, it's it's crazy fast. What? Yes. So... So it's like we're all Wolverine down there. We all have fast healing powers in the <laughs> nether regions. But you're saying so so it could be a great bet. You'd say, look, I'll uh, yeah, if you got you if you got 175 dollars to spare, I will burst my testicle for you. <laughs> Would you do it for for the lowly sum of 175? Okay, well you put it that way, 175 and uh, uh, hot dog on a stick. Uh, good guys, five guys. I got it. Okay, that, that's a good choice. Do you do it for one seventy five hundred seventy five dollars and and uh, and 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 a Five Guys burger? You wouldn't even make them get you a, a value meal. You just go for the burger itself. I don't want you. Don't want to be greedy, <laughs> Eric. I may have to take you up on this. Well, and if any of our yeah, if any of our listeners want to volunteer to try this, we will certainly fe- feature you on the show. <laughs> We would love, we will film the before, the during, and after for everyone's enjoyment. And you know what? Not necessarily Five Guys. Burger of your choice. Okay. Although I will say. Within reason. Within reason. Five Guys is a pretty damn fine burger. You know, it is. So uh, Cousin Pete, you know, longtime L.A. resident and uh, uh, burger aficionado. Um, (laughs) You know, when Five Guys came to town. Uh, he said, "You know what, cousin Eric? I don't know. I don't know what all the hoopla around uh, In and Out is because this Five Guys is way better." Wow, I mean that's a that's a bold statement to say in, in Los Angeles. Uh, did he get basically quartered and drawn, or what's the deal? Well, you notice you don't see him on TV much anymore. <laughs> He's disappeared. <laughs> the In and Out wow. mob got him. Yeah, yeah, they took him down, kicked him out of the country. Now, so speaking of In and Out, for those that don't know, because Kelly found this out and it's pretty awesome. If it ever rains, you can go even on hot days to in and out and ask for a hot chocolate and it's free. What? Yeah. Any in and out. Yes. Anytime it rains. Yes. I mean, that doesn't cost them much in LA since it almost never rains, but like in some rainier climates that they might be in. Oh, they'd they'd be broke this year with all the stuff we've gotten. Yes. And actually, well, I mean, you say that we have, we have had no rain as you know, I've, rollerbladed almost 450 days in a row yeah that's crazy it's absolutely crazy yeah are you guys on water restrictions so, um we're in drought conditions okay yeah and i guess we're under you know i, I I'm, I'm not in a position to be using tons of water anyway and wouldn't so well i thought you took like 30 but minute showers people, though that's that's just to let it warm up <laughs> you, you run it so long the hot water heater has to start all over again yeah <laughs> Damn it, it's cold again. What happened? <laughs> oh God. Um, Close the toilet for me. Get some get some water circulating. <laughs> I remember a year when I first moved to LA, um, there was a family playing in Venice, and there's that little tuft of grass. I don't know if it's still there. It was right near the skate park and um the the skateboarding park. And the kids were playing in the sprinklers and they were like getting the water in their mouth and they were just like having the time of their lives. 
and I walked over to the family and I was like, do you, do you see what that sign says? And they're like, it's, yeah, it's recycled water. We're all about recycled water. And I'm like, mm, uh, it says non-potable water below that. <laughs> <laughs> the look on their faces was like, oh, oh God, oh God. <laughs> And they were visiting from out of town. They're like, oh, my God, you mean all these weirdos, these L.A. weirdos? And I'm like, you're getting it all in your mouth right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, when you go rollerblading on the way back, though, you tend to do that, though, still, right? Well, if you're thirsty, you're thirsty. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, are all our haunts along your journey still there where, you know, we used to stop at Obviously, hot dog and a stick, that's not going anywhere. But like all the other places we'd stop, or the, is it still the same yeah, or is it I mean, changed? I mean, you know, um, back in the beach, of course, it's still there. Good. And, you know, and um, but some places have changed. I mean, you know, I mean, they've swapped out places on Venice, on, on the Venice boardwalk itself. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, you know, so, so, so some, oh, and uh, Jody Maroney's is gone, sadly. What? Yeah. So the uh, gourmet sausage place. We love us some sausage wherever we go, and it's it's uh, it's no longer available. <laughs> oh God, man! Yeah, so that that's changed. Oh, but speaking of Venice Beach, so when I was uh, uh, blading over to our you know friend of the show, Lisa Hawkberg, aka the Hawks' uh, son's birthday the other day, um, there was a you know some kind of. Uh, brouhaha or hoopla brewing in front of the uh of, of a building on the uh, boardwalk and uh, turns out there was a uh, impromptu concert going on just uh, on, on a rooftop it was uh machine gun cali and uh, and travis parker what yeah, who as well as for their music are known for currently dating uh, Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian. That is awesome. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like the Beatles have done before them and like U2 has done. They were doing like a rooftop concert. Wow. Did you go? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll post some video at some point uh, that we'll, uh, we'll put onto the Facebook page. God, that's awesome. And if anyone awesome. else was there, uh, you know, let us know. Now, what were they doing? Like, was it for charity or was it just for fun or what? You know, they just they just tweeted that they're going to do a uh, Im- impromptu concert, um, partly to uh, uh, to promote it. I guess I, I think they got a new song on the the, the soundtrack for uh, Paradise City on on Amazon. Nice, dude. Yeah. That see, that's the stuff that for those that have never been to LA, that's one of the magical things about that city. It is. I love crap like that. Yeah, yeah. No, that was good. that was good. That was uh, you know that 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 made. Uh, an already worthwhile trip, even more worthwhile. God, that's fantastic. Um, now, did you show up? I have to ask in rollerblades and go that route, or did you go home and get changed? When? For the concert. Well, I mean, it was an impromptu. Like, I was down on the ground looking up towards the rooftop. Like, I was down on the ground with a bunch of, you know, with many gatherers. Oh, okay, cool. I thought it was up on top. Okay. Well, I mean, it was up top, but they were playing to the crowd on the on the boardwalk uh, or on the bike path. Like, you too. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. So it was, a, it was, it was a pretty good spectacle to be a part of. Man, dude, you had a great day. Well, I did, I did, but I also didn't. It was just um, uh, the love of my life got engaged to another man who she's been uh, liaisoning, liaisoning with during the, the COVID crisis, and I wish them the best, and I'm very happy for. Them. Wait, what? Uh, Marika finally got engaged. You know, that's so I, you know, um, yeah. So that was. Uh, uh, as I, I, I have, I've spoken to her I've, and congratulated her, of course. I, I, I haven't, uh, uh, you know, I haven't mentioned uh, 
that uh, it, it hurt me a little bit, but that's that's not a surprise. And uh, but I did text one of our mutual friends and and said that you know like her, I was very happy for them. But I said, is it okay that I'm thrilled for her, but uh, a little heartbroken myself? To which her friend responded, yes, that's absolutely okay. She is a heartbreaker. Wow, wow, okay, wow. So that made that made an otherwise very good weekend a less good weekend but uh you know we all experience these things and so uh it was uh it was, yeah it was it was a uh, you know i'm, st- I'm still uh, still processing that i don't expect to ever get over that but i'm still i'm still dealing with that right now but uh what it means is i get to focus more on things like uh sweetness and light well eric i gotta tell you my friend um I'm very sorry you should never have to go through that, and uh, she definitely deserved you over the other dude. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for 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 me and and on her behalf. But no, he's he's actually a really great guy. And uh, the funny thing is, I've only met him via Zoom because this entire relationship on their side took place when you know during COVID, and uh, and, and 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 added to it. You know, <clears throat> I think. I think the pandemic, and it, it's you know, it'll be interesting coming out of the pandemic, just relationships and uh, and people hooking up and things like that, and in in romantic and sexual ways, because there's a lot of pent up demand, and in their case, you know, they certainly um, they saw a lot of each other during COVID, and uh, and because of restrictions on her life because of certain situations, she had to have a very very small bubble, which uh, which he was fortunate to be a part of. Wow. Jesus, that's not at all where I thought this story was going. So, geez. Um, well, I mean, do you at least, do, do you know the guy? Like, you guys weren't friends or anything, right? No, I met, I mean, I met him through her. Okay. And as I say, I've only met him, I've only met him on uh, on Zoom calls and stuff, you know. So, I've chatted with him. Again, very, very nice person. And, uh, and I wish them all very well and hope that they are very happy together and that, uh, you know, I think if you truly love someone, it's uh, what's most important is their happiness and their happiness over yours, even if it means you have to suffer a bit for it. Yeah, it's, well, first of all, it's beautiful. And uh, geez, well, I, I thought honestly where you were going to go with that is one of your favorite bands, the police, that are going to say, if you love someone, set them free. Uh, Sting did say that. And uh, and I'm in the process of doing that. So thank you, uh, Gordon Matthew Sumner, for all of your wisdom and, and, and uh, advice that has carried me through this lifetime. <laughs> Oh, that is fantastic. Well, Matt, I think we'll really appreciate that when he's going through to edit this episode. And um, I think he'll he'll put in some good, nice, sombering music when you go through that story. I think that'll be really good to uh, add some accentuation to that situation. Yeah, less somber, but more, uh, you know, more uh, elegiac. Elegiac? Elegiac. Elegiac. Yes. Is that how you say it? I think so. All right. Well, something in that vein. <laughs> I do want him to, I think it'd be hilarious if he popped in something like, bitch, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's that, that would not, uh, yeah, that's definitely not called for. (laughs) Where you're being super nice and genuine and I'm going, bitch, please. All right. Well, thank you for the great episode. I love that we got to know a little bit more about you as a human being and a little bit more in your life. So thank you for letting us in and uh, another great, fantastic episode. Yeah, love to all. Thank you. And love especially to uh, Marika. And um, cannot wait to uh, share more goodness, happiness, and and reality with the the rest of our listeners.